I'm Kerry Fink, and what a pleasure it is here to be with you today on the Kingdom Living Podcast with my good friend, none other than Glenn Ripple. How are you today? Hey, fantastic. It's always a privilege, Kerry, to just be speaking the Word of God uh, in, in business and, and just spreading it through business into the kingdom, because as a businessman, uh, this, this, this can't be anything better. You know, and, and I was thinking about that. Folks, if you don't know, uh, Glenn, uh, there's a great testimony I want to direct you back to, by the way. It's Glenn's testimony. Uh, and and if, if you don't know, Glenn is a businessman for years. He's operated a company called G.A. Repl uh, Company and uh, is, a, is a, just a, a, an expert in all these different areas. And you, I encourage you to just go back and hear his testimony and learn more about it. But what's fascinating, because, because we're big proponents of what's called marketplace ministry, uh, is understanding that uh, church isn't a, a particular day of the week kind of thing or, or service or something like that. It's what we're really talking about when we talk about kingdom living, Glenn, we're really talking about our relationship one-on-one -on -one with the King of Kings, right? Exactly. And again, and when we're sealed with the blood of Jesus and, and he comes into us, uh, it's a 24-7 type of relationship. And so uh, the, the marketplace is, is, is the place. I know when I came to Christ, uh, I wanted to get discipled. And uh, in many places, the, the building where the church was, was closed. So I had to go into small groups. And it's through business people that helped disciple me to grow and to teach in, and, uh, in small groups. And so I was hungry. And I wanted to be fed because I wasn't ready to quite feed myself. But, but the man that really discipled says, one day, you're going to learn to feed yourself. And boy, when that started... Boy, that's a part of when the writing started happening with some of the kingdom series and, and just the revelation knowledge just started flowing through. So business is a tremendous place because uh, everything that we do is really redemptive and, and everything's broken. So we're here to fix things and, and to bring life. And so so this is a part of what we're going to be talking about today, too, Gary. Yeah, you know, and, and as you're talking about that, see, that's what makes this fascinating because as as a businessman who's really been involved in financial markets and all those things that you understand and help other people work through, what's really fascinating to me is that a number of years ago, I think since 2006, you, you felt um, a calling of the Lord to do a thing called the REPL Minute, which you have done uh, faithfully since that day. Every Monday through Friday is like a little uh, three minute, five minute, little bite size, but it, but it's almost like taking a, a spiritual vitamin pill. It just gets you fired up for the day. And it's called the REPL Minute. And I, I know people by the thousands, they get them, they get them delivered into their email box. It's available on the repelminute.com is another place people access it. Uh, they're available on YouTube at the REPL Minute channel on the Facebook. And so, so literally, uh, thousands and thousands of people around the world look towards the reprimand every day. And it's interesting that God, as busy as you are running, running a business in all these different states and all the work that you do, um, that you have found a way to stay faithful to that. And it must have impacted, I mean, we see it, we see the emails, we see the feedback, it impacts people uh, and really helps them every day. Amen. Amen. And, and again, uh, it's workplace ministry. I <laughs> can't think of a, a better place to, to, to be in ministry. And so on today, what I was thinking about, you know, as a, as a, uh, as a part of what you set up with the whole thing with the, um, 
Repl Minute, uh, God gave you this, uh, it was originally just a 40-part series that you were using to, to expand our, our understanding of God's word, and you called it fraud, what God has said, what God has to say about taxes, the enemy, and then as things moved on, uh, you actually published it into this book, uh, which is, you know, available worldwide on Amazon and certainly on the website, the Repl Minute and all that. But the point is, we keep getting testimonies that it's what a great Bible study this is, because so much of what we battle, Glenn, seems to be this, this um, the enemy is always coming up against us with fraud and, and, and lies, and you can't do this, and you can't do this. And that's why I love at the very back of the book, you put this, you put this appendix called Who I Am in Christ, and, it's, and, and that's why I'm so excited for us to dive into today's lesson, because I think you are, you are going to be encouraged as you understand and really put in the forefront who you are in Christ. Amen, Kerry. And, and this, this is the key, really, for writing the book. And uh, I, I shared with you that um, what, what I did over the years, and you, you made the statement uh, before coming on, is that uh, the world is teaching us, I can't, I can't, I can't. But what, what Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, is showing to us is we can. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So what I started doing is I started using my cell phone is every time I heard uh, who I am, another who I am, I, I, I'd keep a note in there and I started building these up. And as you, I think you read that, I don't know how many we have in the book, but but there's there's uh, uh, there's seven pages of them. Uh, and so we're going to be going through some of those today. But before we do that, I just want to set the background and some of the things that that we, we go through because uh, we continually say these things because they're so foundation to, to who we are, because this is really, we're identifying who we are in Christ. That's where we're going. But we have to understand some other things too, because, uh, and, and, and this question is, which is greater and more powerful, what you see or what you don't see? And we know the unseen world created the seen world. So we have to understand we're in a spiritual battle here with the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. And then there's another question that is that that was that I'm asking this time too is which is greater, more and more powerful, fact or truth? Let me, let me let that one sink in because what we do is we operate a lot of times on fact and not really the truth. Of, of the gospel. Truth always trumps fact, meaning fact, I've got cancer. The truth is by his stripes, you are healed. Fact, Goliath was a big giant, but David had God with him and he knew who he was. So consequently, he, he, had, he had divine favor uh, and, and, and was so much more powerful than that giant. So we know that we're walking with the Lord. Uh, that's the truth. These are the promises of God. We've been trained to think that normal is to be earthly bound versus heavenly bound, heaven living in us now. Here's another question. Which is greater and more powerful, your feelings or faith? And so we, we generally operate by our feelings, meaning David could have been, and, and again, the whole Israelite armies plus King Saul were afraid 
when they saw Goliath. But here's this little shepherd boy that he was walking by faith and the promises of God. And so faith is always stronger than the feelings. And the Israelites, as they came out of slavery of 400 years in Egypt, uh, and they saw the miracles, the 10 plagues, the parting of the Red Sea, and they, they, their, their destiny was to go into the promised land. But you know what? Of those people that came out, only two of them made it in because the others were still walking by their feelings. They said, oh, we don't have, we don't have food. We don't have water, but God provided for them. And they spent the years, 40 years in the wilderness and they died in the wilderness because they complained and whined and didn't know the destiny and their purpose of who they are, except for Caleb and Joshua and the next generation that entered in. So a part of what we're teaching here is we, God loves it when we trust him and we walk by faith. So here's another uh, question. Which is greater and more powerful? We've not asked this, but which is greater and more powerful, death or life? Boy, because you know what happens right now, what we're hearing is death, and death does have power. It does have power, and we're speaking death. That's what you're going to get, but if you're speaking life, life always, always supersedes and trumps death. Life is more powerful because we have life and death and the power of our tongue. So what we're thinking, because this is a part of what we're doing, is we're trying to change our thinking about who I am in Christ. So here, and, and Carrie, we talked about this a, a few days ago, but here's a new question uh, that, 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 that we're asking out here too, is what is the greatest government takeover of all time because we can get so caught up in the world of what's going on in the news and all the things going on in in the history but what what is or what was the greatest and it's really continuing actually right now what is the greatest government takeover of all time now i'm not going to get the answer quite yet but, but I want to ask the question just to begin getting your thinking, because this leads to the, the question that we've, we continually ask, because this begins answering that last question, is what are the three greatest historical events ever? Because we got to begin thinking as we live every day about these historical events, because where are we? And so what, what we need to understand is that uh, one of the greatest historical events ever was creation, is that we were created. God spoke. He spoke life. These were words. And, 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 and Jesus became, he became, he is the word. He became flesh and dwelt among us. So that was already known from the beginning. So in creation, God made, carry you and I and the people listening in his image. So life is in the spirit. So we are spirit beings housed in this body with a soul. And so we got to understand that God's purpose was to bring his spirit here to earth to live in human bodies so that our, the kingdom of God could, could have dominion and reign here on earth like it is in heaven. So we're created. And that was the dominion mandate that he gave to Adam. So that's the important point. He breathed life into man. 
and made us in his image. So the second uh, greatest historical event it is with always tied to the fall. But this is when Adam and Eve, they rebelled against the father. And, 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 and the word I want to begin using here a little more <clears throat> is death. This is when death came in. We had life before, but this is when death came in because we died as mankind spiritually. Now, when, when they rebelled and the fall happened, they didn't die physically right away, but death came in. We were never, we we're supposed to be on this green line forever, for eternity. That was the design, is that even our human body wasn't supposed to die, but we died spiritually. So we're born into this fallen world where, because of the rebellion of Adam and Eve, and, and we, our father is, 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 is the prince of this world, so darkness. And so that's when death and sickness and disease came in. So, so what's being told to us right now is, uh, is this is the normal life that we're born into. But, but, but what we've got is then through all the selfishness we have, we have the symptoms of the sin nature, the rebellion of the fall and death. So that's what's that's that's the kingdom of darkness. That's the satanic rule of the prince of this world. But thanks be to God that we escaped through the judgment, and now Christ brought redemption to mankind through the one man, Jesus Christ. And we became new creations, and he made us righteous so that we can enter back in. To the father so we'd lost that relationship with our father we had that orphan spirit looking for a father and so we are new creations in christ jesus when he said it's finished uh it is finished he took everything on the cross the sickness and disease and death we are restored back as eternal beings with the spirit of god living in us the holy spirit so the kingdom of god uh, and is 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 righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So when we become born again, we're reestablished into the kingdom of God, and His love is reigning because because that's what it is. His love shines through His children because that's what He said. He loved us so much that we don't have to perform to get his love to get to the father because Jesus is the way to the father through the blood of Jesus on the cross. So what happens as when we become born again and we have we, the Holy spirit enters in, but we have to ask for the power of that Holy spirit to dwell and live and, and have victory in our lives. And we overcome the sickness and the death uh, that happens. And we have that power to reign over the kingdom of darkness and so that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. And so what happens is, is when we're down in the kingdom of darkness, that we're in fear poisons our bloodstream. But what we have is the healing power by faith that purifies our bloodstream. So we have authority through the Holy Spirit living in us over sin, sickness, and disease. Now, heaven is living in us now. And so what we have is the revelation of God that is just showing us through his word. The word of God is revealing these truths. So we have this scripture here too in Colossians uh, 1.13. It says, he has delivered us from that red line down there, the kingdom of darkness, 
and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. So, so we've come out of the darkness into the light. We've come out of the, uh, the darkness, which is ignorance, into the knowledge and the revelation of who God is. Because the things that we're talking about here, when people want to talk about the three greatest historical events, they're thinking with what they see physically. These are spiritual things that happen. We died spiritually. We're born again spiritually. And we worship God. We worship him in spirit and in truth. And when, when we trust him by faith and step out in faith, that pleases our father. And that's, this, is, this is so important that we get the basis of, of everything we're talking about here. So, so the battle then uh, that we talked about is, is the biggest uh, government takeover was, was uh, when the kingdom of darkness came in and took over the kingdom of light, life. And so we have now through redemption, the kingdom of life is living in his disciples, his, his people that have trusted and are walking and put their full faith in Christ. And so for thousands of years, we had the kingdom of death reigning, but now we have the kingdom of God, which is life. So life was restored back to man, and so we have dominion here on earth, and the devil knows his final verdict is in that, in that dark pit, that fiery pit. He knows, he knows, and that's why we as believers have reign and rule here on earth. So who I was, and we want to put that fraud fire extinguisher on the disbelief of who we are, and I can't. And, and who I am in Christ now, who I am in Christ now. So we're going to fire that fraud extinguisher like we, we do every, every session. Is, is, is That's who I was. I was in the kingdom of darkness. Now I'm in the kingdom of God, and, and I am in Christ. So this, this, this is, you know, and again, it seems like I, uh, this is just one of my favorite scriptures is, is in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. But I'm just going to talk on the 17, uh, verse 17 here. And, and, and again, we see Jesus coming to earth here in this one to reconcile us, to bring his righteousness to his children. And what we see up here is the cross because, because we lost our relationship with God. Man lost the relationship with God. Uh, and that's who we, we were. That's who was. But through Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ, he redeemed us so we can enter into God's presence now, not by anything we've done, but what Jesus Christ did. And the complete package is also salvation and healing. So, so many people receive the salvation, but they miss the healing part. It's it's, it's all packaged together uh, because one of the scriptures I just really love is bless the Lord, all my soul and all that's within me. Bless the Lord, all my soul. Forget not all of his benefits, all of his benefits who, who, who uh, uh, forgives all of our, iniqu our iniquities and, and, and heals all 
of our diseases. And there's the forgiveness of sins, which is the salvation, and also the redemption that comes to our healing. By his stripes, we are healed. So the healing and the salvation package goes full restoration and reconciliation. So who I was and now who I am in Christ. So in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone is what? In, in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. And then in the amplified version, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature. Now, here it is. Reborn and renewed by what? The Holy Spirit that's doing it. Because Jesus had to leave earth, resurrected, ascended into heaven, and sit at the right hand of the Father. And that's where we're seated now. We'll see that in a second here. But uh, we're renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, that old was, the previous moral and spiritual condition, that depravity that we had, has passed away. Behold, the new things have come because spiritual awakeness brings new life. So we have this new life in Christ. And again, um, this is an important part here too, is I just love the scripture. I think it's just so important with, with what's really going on around the world today too, because we're bought in into what we think is normal. This is what we're created to be here. And this is in Colossians 3, verses 10 to 11 in the Passion Translation. For you, Carrie, you and I and everybody listening, we've acquired new creation life ah, through Jesus Christ which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you. God created us in, in his image, giving us the full revelation of God. So this, the Holy Spirit is continually revealing who we are in Christ. Who am I in Christ? And so we're in, in the full revelation. So in this new creation life, and this is so neat, your nationality, your nationality makes no difference. We have a world that's trying to divide people by their nationality. Your nationality makes no difference. Your ethnicity makes no difference. Your education makes no difference, nor your economic status. Because this is the way the world wants to call it normal, by dividing us by these things. And here's what he says, they matter nothing. They matter, for it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. Now, we understand this was written to the believers here. This isn't written to everybody. So for it is in Christ, this, he lives in all of us as believers. So there is no, we're all one in Christ. <clears throat> so we're in the family of God. We're children of God. So our nationality is the kingdom of God. We're in the kingdom of, we're in his kingdom. We have the ethnicity as, a, as, as in the family of God. And we have ed the education, not the education of the world, uh, but the wisdom of God. We have the mind of Christ living inside of us. And our economic status is our dad owns everything and we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And hopefully that's a mind change as we just look at the scripture. This is the word of God that we're reading here. This isn't some opinion. This is truth. Fact over truth. This, this is the truth. So, Death has been defeated on the cross. And so now we have authority 
Uh, it's been restored back to man. And our king, our king Jesus defeated your prince Satan. So now, Carrie, you and I and the, and the other believers. And so, so now our disciples are now in charge and we have authority here on earth. Praise the Lord. And so that's really important. So here's here's something that, that really, as I was reading uh, just recently, I go, wow, look at this. This is so neat because every time I see a, something, I go, wow, uh, that just really explains this so well here. Uh, now, in, in John 3, 13 in the NIV, it says, no one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. And then what we have in, in the Passion Translation, uh, it says, no one, and this is actually Jesus speaking here because it's in red here. No one has risen into the heavenly realm except the Son of Man who also exists in heaven. Now, look at the footnote here. I thought the footnote was just so, so, so neat because, and, and, and what it says here is, is, is Jesus shared a mystery with Nic Nicodemus while he, was, while he was on the earth ministering. Jesus was also, now look at this, Jesus was also in heaven in the spirit realm. So as he was on earth, he was also in the spirit realm in heaven. Being in two places at the same time, look at this, is also the privilege given to who? Every believer. Come on. That's exciting because what we think is we're just earthbound, but when the Holy Spirit came in, we're heavenly bound. We're in two places at one time. So we are the same. We are at the same time. See, look at this, seated with Christ in the heavenly realm, but also living our life on earth to do what? To please him. Oh, doesn't that bring such refreshment? Because we're not just earthly, but we have the Holy Spirit living in us now. Uh, and so I just, I just think that's so neat. So this is what it means to be in Christ and in the realm of the spirit, heaven and earth are one. And so I, I, that's just such good scripture. So, so we, we move on over to Ephesians 2, 6, which is a part of this. Some, some of those uh, verses that were there in the footnote. And, and this is important. We see who we are in Christ now. So he raised us up with Christ. He, and the exalted one, and we ascended, look at that, we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of, of the heavenly realm, for we are what? Now co-seated as one with Christ. <laughs> we are co So to be placed or seated in heaven means we have been given the perfection and authority to be there. Not by, Kerry, not by what we do, but what Jesus Christ did through the blood of Jesus was shed for all, all mankind. And we have to receive it. And again, this idea that I can't, I'm not good enough, those are the things that run through our head. And that's why we want to talk more about who I am in Christ. Because the enemies want to always remind us about what was, yeah, exactly, than what <laughs> We are now in Christ. That heaven, we're, we're in those two places, heaven and earth now. Big idea. So let's look at another scripture, Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4. So Christ, look at this. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. 
So, so isn't that identifying heaven on earth now that we're there? This is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, feast, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities, not, look at this, not with the distractions of the natural realm of what we see here. We want to have the eyes and ears to see and hear God. Your, your, cruci your crucifixion, Carrie, yours and my, our with Christ has severed the tie to this life, and now your true life is hidden away in God in Christ. And as Christ himself is seen for, you, for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed for who, who you are now, one with him in his glory. This is now. This is now. Not in the sweet by and by. This is now. This is who we are now. So who we are in Christ now. And again, we had a teaching with George Cope. Uh, a, a few months ago uh, that is really was really great when he talked about the word of God is like a two-mouth sword. So we're going to be speaking here are some of the who we are in Christ. Uh, for we have the living word of God, which is full of energy, like a two-mouth sword. It will even penetrate to the very core of our being. We're where soul and spirit and bone and marrow meet. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our hearts, Hebrews uh, 4, verse 12. So God speaks his word, then we come into agreement and we speak his word. So he's speaking to us through his word, through the, through the mind of Christ inside of us as we renew our mind and we're able to hear him. Then we speak his word and that becomes the two mouth sword. So what are we doing today? We're speaking his word and it doesn't return void. So here are some of the who I am in Christ that's that as Carrie was showing is that's in, in the appendix uh, of the book. And again, uh, I really want to encourage those that are watching this write down as you hear who you are during the day and begin building your list, who I am, and you hear a pastor, you read it in a book, or, or someone just speaks and says, ah, that's who I am, because he wants to reveal who you are and, and more than what the world is trying to tell you who you are. And one of the things that we've, we've, we've said, we're fraud fighters. We see a lie, we want to speak truth into it. And this is so important. We're unoffendable. We are unoffendable. When the spirit of offense or someone speaks something against you, Jesus was unoffendable. We're unoffendable. And we, I am an original. I'm back, made, recreated back into the image and likeness of, of, of God our Father. And I am God's priority. Uh, God's priority uh, in Matthew 6, it talks about that, is, is that we are his priority. He loves us dearly. And he calls us. I am called by Jesus. The calling of, of Jesus, his death and resurrection, was to call us into the Father's house. And, and he lives and dwells inside this temple now. And I am a living sacrifice because 
I'm dying. I died to self and my own selfish desires. I put myself on the altar and died so that I could have a new life in Christ. And that life is so much better than the life that I have in the flesh. So we're spirit beings. And, I'm an, and I am an agent of redemption because the world's broken and, and it's being run by the demonic, satanic prince of this world. But we have power and authority over that. So uh, when, when something comes in in an email or, or something that, that comes in through business or a broken relationship or whatever it may be, is we're there to bring redemption, the healing salve and the anointing of the word of God and speak life into, uh, to bring redemption into that situation. And again, this is as he is, as Christ is, so am I in this world. And so as he is, and, and he, he has no sickness or disease. He has no cancer. Uh, he has no spirit of offense in him. He has no bitterness or anger. He is a God of love. And we want to operate as he is. So are we in this world. And we are bearing the image of God's love and carrying the, that light of his love. And so greater is he who is in me than he, he who is in the world. I am redeemed. I am redeemed from the curse. So the curse is the death that came in uh, through the fall. So we're not under that curse anymore. We're not under, uh, we're not a slave uh, to the prince of this world. We are sons. We're sons and daughters and in, 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 in children of God. And, and so we've been redeemed. I'm redeemed from the sweat of the brow because the work that we're doing now is all redemptive. We're not sweating under the labor. So our, this is why workplace ministry is called Avada. And Avada uh, means that our work is our worship. So the things that we're doing in workplace is worship. Every place we go 24-7 is, is a form of worship for us. We're not in that sweat of the brow, but whether we're, we're shoveling dirt or whatever it is, we're doing it as a redemptive act to bring honor and glory to God. And I'm redeemed out by the blood of Jesus. Not any action or anything we did, Carrie. We've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I am born again with the blood of Jesus. Now, this is interesting. We have the divine blood of Jesus in us. And it's so important. When we recognize he, much like uh, when, 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 when the divine uh, birth uh, in, in the Virgin Mary, uh, the spirit, so we have the spirit of God. We have his blood. And that's where the healing part comes into our, our blood. There's health in our blood. I have the divine nature of God living in me, the breath of life. There's power. There's healing to that when our soul, when, when our soul recognizes our identity of who we are, there's healing that comes in. And I have full, the full wisdom. We have, I have the wisdom and the full wisdom of God in me now. I am God's hands and mouth in Christ Jesus. That's that double mouth sword. Because the word of God is the sword of the spirit. It speaks, it penetrates. I am the resurrected Christ. So death 
is behind me. That's what was. Now I am in Christ. And I love saying this one. I am ageless. I am ageless. And I know, I think I've shared the story, but uh, one of the things I had to do in representing a client is, is uh, call the IRS. And one of the things that, that I had to do is, is uh, they, they had to ask, well, well, what's your birthday? And I said, well, I'm ageless. I'm ageless. And they kind of giggled. And I said, well, if you want the date that I came here to earth, here's that date. Uh, but I'm ageless. And, and, uh, and again, I had favor with them and got through that situation nicely. I am God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. So he's crafted and made us and molded us and shaped us into the likeness of Christ Jesus. And again, this is so important. We recognize I am deeply agape loved uh, as a child of God. So again, as, 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 as whatever's been speaking to you, uh, Carrie, as you talked about, I can't, I can't, or you're, I'm not, I'm not any good. Or, or that, and again, man is trying to win our favor. God has already given us the favor. We're not here to please man, meaning God is the one that has shown his favor and his love to us. That's where our relationship is. And then we can go love the unlovely, those people that, that are not. So, so we understand how much he loves us. So again, this is why it's so important because when you're being attacked by you can't or somebody said they don't love you or, 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 or somebody's jealous or whatever is going on, uh, or words are being spoken against you, whether it's in the family, wherever it's at, it's, it's happening, or the news of, of the day. We're so filled with, with, with that. Is, is that uh, we have to know and you read your list, have your list ready for, and just read who I am in Christ. And, and I am alive in Christ. I will never die. I am ageless. And I'm a tree planted by the river and everything and everything I do will prosper because no weapon formed against me will prevail. My roots go down deep. I am planted by God. He gave me life. And again, those roots, those roots are his love, what love is. And, and as we understand his love, that root then produces the fruit of the spirit living inside of us. So, so that river of, of, of a flowing water just has, has washed us clean and we've, been, we've got the blood of Jesus that, through the forgiveness of sin, and we prosper. Uh, and, 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 and our prosper is walking in this hopeless world, knowing our hope and trust is in our Lord Jesus Christ, because our roots are founded, they're grounded in him. And again, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And I'm delivered from the evil of this world, for it is his, for it is his, it's the will of God that I live for. I, now, this is, I am the body of Christ, and Satan has no power over me. I am a child of the Father who loves me. I'm an heir of God, a co-heir with Jesus Christ. I am, this is good, I am in a new divine bloodline. There is no generational curse. Right. I am a new divine bloodline. You know, I'm no longer under the Adam bloodline, the Noah bloodline, 
I am in the bloodline of my Father through Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit living inside of me. I have the divine strength. I have divine strength and health. And, and these are just so powerful, Carrie, that, uh, uh, and again, we, I think what we'll do is we'll continue on with these again, because I think it's worth uh, bringing these up and, and, and talking through some of these uh, in, in, in addition, because we can keep going through these. And this is important. I have divine strength and help in, in Christ Jesus, in Christ. Mm-hmm. So here's, here, and this is in Isaiah 40, 31 in the Passion. But those who wait upon, uh, look at this, those who wait upon Yahweh's grace will experience what? Divine strength. That's divine help. They'll rise up. They'll rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles, run the race without growing weary, and walk through life without giving up. So, so this is this is the footnote in, in the passion here where it says, uh, we'll grow new feathers like eagles. So again, see, this is our divine strength that we have. So I have divine help. I have that divine bloodline. I have divine strength. And so will grow new feathers like eagles or renew their strength. An eagle has the longest lifespan of any bird. And, and, with, and without failure, the outer court is where we walk. The holy place is where we run and we soar like eagles into the heavenly realm, the holy of, the, the holy, uh, the holy of holies. And so, meaning we, we are able to go boldly into holy of holies because what Jesus Christ did, so we enter right in. So heaven is living inside of us now. It's now. It's now that we've got it. And so as we've done on, on our other past uh, podcast, Carrie, uh, it's just really reading uh, these believers' Declaration of Legal Rights. These are the legal rights that we have of knowing again our identity of who we are in Christ. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of what? Love. God is a God of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy in the kingdom of God now. I'm restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. And here it is. I have the legal rights and privilege to use the name of Jesus. To use, I have the legal right. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness, that red line. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Incredible. It's incredible. God is good. So I want to challenge those listening to, again, write down 
like and, and just encourage you write down your items and begin it i i think it was over like a five-year period finally that that I, I did these and they continue to grow and some of the ones that uh, we can be talking about in in our next session will be some more ims and because because uh, uh when we know who we are in christ it's just so important it just gives us a confidence and boldness uh, in him and know that we're loved. You know, Glenn, uh, like you talked about, all of where this begins is sort of the appendix chapter of the fraud book. And as we started out today's podcast talking about uh, when you came up with fraud, what God has to say about tactics of the enemy, the whole thing is, you know, people are used to seeing it in Hollywood, Glenn, right? They have the little bad guy sitting on the shoulder and then they have the little good guy and it's kind of a back and forth thing. And, and, and even in that kind of like slightly amusing, maybe not exactly the way it should, should, should be presented kind of way, it gives some of the idea that you are making a choice. Which way are you going to think? And so what you're talking about today, Glenn, with these IMs is so important. It's like why it all builds up to this believer's declaration of legal rights. But what we want to offer you today, uh, just for taking the time to be part of the kingdom living, and we encourage you, by the way, share these messages. Maybe you want to use this uh, uh, as the basis of a home uh, study group. Maybe you get together with some friends, you watch the, the, the podcast together, and then you have a discussion afterwards, or maybe with some colleagues at work, you guys go to lunch and, and take that opportunity. Or maybe it's just something you want to do individually for yourself on your quiet time is to take this and appropriate this. But what we want to do for you this week to kind of uh, help things along, we always try to create like a little free special offer that you can go and download that will help you on your kingdom living journey. And Glenn, Glenn I think this week, what we're going to do is we're going to offer a who I am in Christ worksheet. And what we're going to do is we're going to create it and we'll, we'll put some of the IMs that we, that we talked about in today's episode. They'll already be there, but you'll see that this is actually designed so that you can stick it in a three-ring notebook and you can add to it, as Glenn is talking about, put your own IMs because, you know, uh, it says uh, it, everything comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so, what you hear is going to, what you speak is going to go in here, and that's what's going to help you in your kingdom living walk. And when you take these things that Glenn is teaching on today, and you start, just as he was talking about, adding your own, your own IMs to the story, it becomes that much more powerful, Glenn. Yeah. So uh, I guess for today, uh, Glenn, I would like for you to pray over all of us as we, as we begin our journey of writing our own IMs. It'll be terrific. Amen, amen. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We just thank you. We just thank you for who we are and who you are and how you've made us in, in, in your image and likeness. And, and Father, we just thank you for loving us, accepting us, that we are your children. And, and oh, the I am, I am loved by my daddy. He loves me. He embraces me. He accepts me. Oh, Father, we just thank you. We just thank you. And Father, we just pray for everybody listening here that the healing, anointing of, of, of the blood of Jesus just cover from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet. Father, that uh, cancer 
We speak to cancer, get out. To the pain that's in a right arm right now, get out. And Father, anybody that's suffering, that's suffering uh, from 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 uh, sugar diabetes, Father, just get that get that that sugar and, and, and insulin right. And just Father, we just pray healing, healing uh, over over everyone listening here today, Father. That that God, you love us, you accept us. And Father, just use us. May your word speak into everybody listening today and just penetrate their hearts. We just speak life. We speak life into everybody listening. Father, we just thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And, you know, thank you, viewer, for uh, tuning in to Kingdom Living today. It is an honor and a privilege that you're here, and I believe uh, it's a blessing uh, for all of us to be under the Word of God like this. And uh, please like and share this when you see it on Facebook, or maybe you uh, maybe you're pulling this up on Twitter, or maybe you're even following along on LinkedIn. There are all the places that you can find Repl Minute, and certainly you can find everything. The Kingdom Living episodes, you can subscribe to the daily Monday through Friday Repl Minute. You can get a link so you can get your own copy of the fraud book if you'd like. It's all available to you at the repleminute.com. And so, Glenn, thank you for sharing uh, sharing this. Uh, we always say, you know, it's not opinion because everything you're pulling comes straight from the Word of God. What a great, what a great source to go to for. And so uh, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week on Kingdom Living. Bless you.